0: Manchester United Football Social with full time Devils.
2: All right, then,
3: should we do this thing? My name's Guys Drinkwater. This is the XS Manchester Football Social full time Devils takeover. I'm, tra- I'm trying to sound up for it. I'm trying to sound excited, but let's face it, recently it's all been a little bit. Ollie's at the wheel. Someone'd say the wheels are falling off. Now I, would, I wouldn't say that. That's over exaggerating. Right, joining me in the studio tonight, you've already heard him. It's the man, the myth, the cultural bohemoth. <laughs> it's Andy Tate. Andy, how you doing mate? I'm all right, guys. How are you, lad? Yeah, very good, mate. Good to have you here. Also joining me, Abdul. Abdul, how you doing, pal? I'm good. Oh, hey oh, hang on, hang on. Oh. Speak to me now
4: there oh, you yeah. There he is, it's on now. Yeah, I'm doing great, mate. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs>
3: uh you probably know Abdul from the Full Time Devils channel. We are I mean, I don't think we're live there just yet on YouTube, but uh we are on XS Manchester. If you do want to call in today, please do. It's a football phone in after all. If you didn't phone in, it would be pretty useless. So O three four five triple one seven six two five, that is the number. You can also text in eight double seven double one. Get your comments in on YouTube as well, and we will try to read them out as fast as we can. So, yeah, keep your calls coming in tonight. And unfortunately, lads, there's only really one place that we can start today. And that is, of course, reaction to the defeat at Wolverhampton. Where do we start? I mean, a lot of people have said there were missed chances, and that makes me think, maybe we were unlucky. Lukaku bags his chance. Lingard bags his chance. It's a different game. Do you think there's more to it than that, Andy? Uh, well, the, the performance
5: first 20-25 minutes was was really good, and fantastic. It was like, what well, Ali learned from the previous Wolves game, but after the silly mistake from Fred, the hair giving it into him, it's basic errors that have cost us the the, the match and three points. Silly defending, like I say, I'm not I'm not going to go into
3: the defending, but they know who they are, and they uh, don't worry. We'll get into them. Yeah, into well, yeah, we'll get into them. Yeah, we've got plenty to talk about, especially uh, certain members of that defence and certain members of the United squad, which really have been deadwood for quite a while. Nick's walked in the studio, and Nick, we're playing out of your headphones, so it's very confusing, mate, because there's a a massive echo. But, uh, Abdul, let's go to you, mate. What was your reaction to the game against Wolves? Do you think it was a massively disappointing performance, uh, or do you think that maybe we just had a bit of bad luck that day?
4: A bit of both. I think um, when you look at games like that that have gone... Uh, Liverpool's way you know and they're not particularly completely at their best they get a bit like Watford to be fair we got dominated in midfield on that game but they've had about 10-15 of their minimum I'm not even exaggerating with Liverpool this season you watch them and they're just getting that 1-0 2-1 you know that penalty that you know offside goal like this this that and I come off they're bitter on that but that's true like we didn't have that bit of luck that we needed because um, the red card, unfortunately, Ashley Young, it's a stupid decision there from him. And he was coming. I was telling everyone at time that I was watching it with me, I feel the red card's coming here. Um, the other thing was, obviously, Fred, it was a little unfortunate because I, th- I thought uh, not a lot of people would agree with me because I thought he actually controlled the game uh, pretty well at times. I thought he did well. Do you
3: know what? Fred played well against Arsenal as well when yeah. we lost that one. He yeah, it's good match. that you
4: think that because a lot of people just seem to... They want everyone to just get the ball and rip a whole team apart and then bang it back in the net like they're George Best. (laughs) He had a better game than Pogba. He had a a better game than Paul Pogba, and everyone was (laughs) digging Fred out. Um, Pogba was, again... uh, The thing is with Pogba in that game, I think he was shifted out to the left, similar to the system we played against uh, Paris, and that's credit to Oli because... Um, he's obviously switched the system compared to the last Wolves game he's seen the errors he's switched it Delo played some great balls in a box we missed them obviously Ron played a brilliant ball into Jesse he misses that chance so we put our chances away it's a completely different game so it's just the quality overall as well because even when things go against you you expect your defence to be on top to keep things tight even when it goes down to 10 men that's what the best teams do and unfortunately because of the likes of Smalling and Jones in that team you can't really do that and um yeah, it just shows the, the difference in quality compared to us and the rest of the top four, really.
3: We do have a caller on the line right now, then. Um, it's an anonymous caller, funnily enough. But, uh, mate, welcome to the XS Manchester Football Social. Who's there?
6: Hi, my name's Matthew. <laughs> Hi, Matthew Hi, Matthew, mate. Right? Uh, so, Hi,
3: mate. Uh, on the back of that Wolves result, mate, obviously very disappointing, and I don't want to scapegoat one player in particular, but he is an experienced player. He should know a little bit better. Ashley Young, what did you make of that red card, mate?
7: I mean, the two yellow cards came for pretty much the same foul on the same player and the same area of the pitch. And I think it just highlights that you know we're playing a what a 32-year-old ex-winger at fullback. Uh, that's just not good enough for a club of the stature that we are. So I just don't think he's been good enough all season, to be honest.
3: No, uh, a player like Ashley Young, obviously he's he's got that contract now. He's got another year after this season finishes, right? Yeah,
4: yes. And so, yeah. do,
3: do you think that we will be keeping him then, Matthew? I mean, he's the most experienced
7: player we've got in terms of how long he's been at the club. <sighs> you know, Valencia looks like he's on his way out. Herrera looks like he could be on his way out. So I think Oli probably would look to keep him on just to have that sort of leadership in the dressing room. That's but all he's got. On-pitch performances, it's just not good enough. So I, I, I hope that, you know, I could kind of understand keeping him around for his, you know, personality. But in terms of on the pitch, I hope that we do look to sign someone who's ready to play.
3: What do you guys make about that? Then what Matthew said there about Ashley Young? Andy, would you would you keep him for the experience or like you say, is that all he's got? What's he, the point? He's splitting me. now. he's really splitting me with his his performances.
5: <sighs> was it we lost to City? Uh, was it November? And um, next on the on the following Monday, Manchester United announced cheered us up, we we'll give Ashley Young a new contract. Jeez Louise, man, come on! Mm. We we need quality and. Um, you're not gonna challenge for anything yeah. with Ashley Young. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm being honest.
3: What's well, annoying f- is the last yeah. few years, I feel like amongst United fans, you two probably heard it, yourselves. And Matthew mm-hmm. on the phone. One word that keeps coming up is deadwood. We've got too much deadwood in this team. And it True. feels like we've had too much deadwood in this team. Deadwood FC. Too long. For ages. Really too long. Matthew, is there anyone else in this Manchester United squad right now that straight away jumps to mind when I say the word deadwood?
7: Oh, you think of, you know, Young, Jones, Smalling, oh God. Rojo. I mean, oh, yeah. eating up wages. They're eating up, you know, squad places. And you think about the fact that you're letting Herrera run down his contract. And I think we've also is it Smalling signing a new contract extension already? Young, Jones has signed one this year. <laughs> There's rumours uh,
3: about another one, which I don't, I don't know whether you'll be happy about this. There's rumours about Damien signing a contract extension, which is weird, because he's played like two, three games all season, hasn't he?
7: And I think it's ridiculous when you think that you know that money could be being spent on better players. Like, how are we going to progress if we're insistent on keeping these mediocre players at the club? They wouldn't get into any of the top fourteen. I think they struggled to get into any of the other top, top six, um, including Wolves. Do
8: you see and
5: Ashley Young it, lifting a Premier League title as a skipper? Because Do uh-huh. I don't.
7: Oh, absolutely not. No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. I, I, I think that that's where you start. I think you build from the back. You yeah. buy. Two new centre backs, a new fullback. If Luke Shaw goes out, we're playing converted right backs there. You know, Young or Darmian will play. You need to invest in the defence. I think this is down to the know.
5: board as well because they didn't invest. The circus let's run up till Christmas. He's gone now, but this is all down up to the board now. We finished second last season.
3: That and was you, generous, that, wasn't it? That
5: was generous. And City won it at Canter and so fair play to him. But you didn't invest. You didn't push on. And now we're going backwards again. Mm-hmm. And now we've got to push on again. And it, we could be like two another two years from a, a, a challenge. And, I, and I'm just being honest, unless the penny has dropped with uh, Mr Woodward and the board. I think it has. Because director of football coming in, it, the ship needs steadying. And it, maybe it is like, just move upstairs, mate. You're not needed on pitch level. You really ain't. You know nothing about Man Mancunia, I'm telling you.
3: <laughs> Matthew, thank you very much for your call, mate. We really do appreciate it. We've got Damien on the phone right now. Damien, um, what other players come to mind when I say the word Deadwood to you? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, pal. Hi, mate. Hi. mate. Um...
6: You know what, I don't want to trot out this, the usual suspect list of names under this, this Deadwood thing. You know, it's been done to death by everybody on every channel. We know that the players that we think or that we'd want to get um, upgrades for in the side. Mm. The, the, thing, the reason why I phoned in is because when I watched the game against Wolves, the difference I see between Wolves, whether it's Wolves or Yeovil Town, whoever's plays against us, is that when a player sees a pass, he he, does, he plays the ball. When a player runs, sees a space, he runs into the space. What happens with United is that we'll see the pass and we'll hesitate. Therefore, yeah. the runners waste his yeah, time yeah. like Lukaku, and then it goes backwards and sideways and all the rest mm-hmm. of it. That's and right. instead of running into a space, we don't run into a space. We are Manchester United. We don't win second balls in the midfield. When we get a throwing, it takes us a minute to throw it. There's only one person showing for the ball. Now, that is a mentality problem, because when we do... Play quick, quickly when we don't hesitate and we go toe to toe, we rinse any team. We literally do rinse any team. We do, yeah. But we don't do that. So that is a mentality problem, and that has been going on since before Mourinho. Now, I don't know whether it's just uh, the generation of the players mm-hmm. added to the pressure of. Uh, playing for a club like Manchester United because it's different to all these other clubs, which is why when clubs are beating us, they start allaying and all yeah. the rest of it. When City are beating somebody else, 3 so know, their fans don't start allaying. When anybody's beating any other team, they don't do that. It's only with us. So it's, it's like, it's, and that's why when we go away from home, our results are as good, if not better, as they are at home. So, it's a mentality yeah. thing. So, how do you solve that? Damien, I think I, I think it's a quality
4: that. thing. Sorry, if I can just no, talk well, about okay. that. So I guess. Okay. Uh, but uh, I think it's a quality thing as well. We were talking about earlier on the Full Time Devils podcast, and I was talking about ha- having someone like uh, Kunabali in there, of Napoli, who brings the ball out from the back. And, you know, it's something that everyone talks about, a ball playing centre-half. But the more you look at it, when you compare it to Laporte, Van Dijk, um, uh, the likes of Stones, all those players, you know... They've all got that, and Victor Lindelof has got that in our side, but he needs someone with that, you know, that build as a defender, which Smalling has got, but also he's got a mind of a defender to bring the ball forward and take the pressure off our midfielders. Now, if you analyse the first Wolves game, every time we wanted someone to bring it out from the back, which is Lindelof, they had both their attackers on him. They allowed Smalling to have the ball. The most player on a pitch probably to have the ball on that day. Paul Pogba wasn't getting into the space. Now we talked. Uh, now Damien was talking about running into spaces. He wasn't doing that. Unfortunately, he was doing that a lot at the start of the Oli era, and those little tactical things, you know, the confidence and the quality that we're lacking. I feel like Chris Smalling, because he sort of went from semi-pro football straight on onto Fulham, and then you know straight onto Man United. He's not really had like a sort of a, a full-on professional upgrading in football to yeah, understand yeah, yeah. the ball playing ability of a centre-half, the quality is very different. That's
3: what I was going to ask Damien. Now, Damien, do you think it's something to do with maybe a lack of football intelligence from some of our players? Like, they're very good, they're very talented players, but they're not very intelligent players. Do you get what I'm saying?
6: Um. No, um, to be fair, I disagree. Okay. I mean, I, I, Abdul's point, I, I agree with Abdul's point because obviously this problem is not just one thing. It's a collection of a few things. I don't think we haven't got intelligence because when they go to the national teams, they all play great football. Good point. Um, so, you know, so I don't think it's an intelligent thing. And again, when we don't hesitate, when we don't think, when we play without fear or pressure, we stand up to any team. Yeah, we really I really do so, yeah you know. I agree we need quality we need you know it's it's disgraceful having a Man, being a Man United fan and watching every team boss us in midfield you yeah, know definitely. it is disgraceful yeah, and it's watching not that nice game with Wolves overnight and watching them play football around us you know it's, it, it's disgraceful it's, you have it's got Barcelona
5: football. coming it's up
4: they'll football. really show us up
5: as what, well, we'll si- we're singing on
3: Tuesday night as well can we play you every week <laughs> that really yeah it's math. embarrassing it? United fans off it is it's annoying but Damien we really do appreciate your call mate thank you very much for calling into the excess Manchester football social uh, if you want to get in touch today you can do 0345 you can drop us the text as well 87711 and get involved in the comments on YouTube as well we're all over them uh, right on the way a positive because uh, I do want to talk about a positive because we've been very negative at the start of the show but I do think it's been warranted uh, Scott McTominay I think I think that was uh, he's been a real positive of recent weeks. Yeah. So we'll be talking all about Scott mm-hmm.
0: next. Manchester United Football Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices social subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show manchester united football social with full-time devils this is fun
3: my microphone's pointed slightly downwards and it's stuck this way so i've got to do the show like liam gallagher sunshine right it's just gone 20 minutes past six i did say it's not happy with my liam gallagher impression this is the XS Manchester Football Social. If you want to get in touch there, give us a call. Please do. What would this phoning be without people phoning in? 0345 111 7625. Please do get in touch. I've got Abdullah and Andy Tate in the studio with me tonight. Are we good, boys? I'm good, I'm good. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm you know what? We, we've been too negative. So far in today's show, I, I think that there are reasons to be negative for Manchester United fans at the minute, but we've been a little bit too negative, so I want to talk about a positive. Scott McTominay, I think he's been great recently. I think even in the Wolves game, you know, he got his first Premier League goal, but away from that, I thought he had a really good performance. What did you make of him,
4: mate? Um, I'm, I'm not the biggest, uh, or oh, wasn't the biggest, Scott McTominay fan. I thought he lacked that extra bit that he needed in a sort of a top side in midfield, and I'm not saying get him in there starting, you know, week in, week out next week. Uh, but for me, what he's shown, especially at Paris away, breaking up the play, you know, really dominating some of those world-class midfielders out there. And then he got stuck out the side, um, unfortunately, right after that. And I felt like him and Fred did such a good defensive job at Paris that both of them should have stayed there and then should have lined up alongside them, either Herrera, Pogba and who else. But... Um, It's unfortunate, really, that he was taken out of the side for that long, but that performance against Wolves, only positive I can really take out of that because he was uh, dominant in midfield. He switched the road, I think, between him and Pogba at times and he understood what he was doing on the pitch not everyone else on that pitch looked like they knew what they were doing and uh, he's really sort of come out and he's proven a lot of us wrong and I'm happy for him. I- I'm buzzing that he's doing well.
3: We are lacking in, in, in that position as well, that yeah. defensive midfield position, yeah, we aren't are. we, Andy? I mean, you're yeah. probably saying the Man Matic is the only proper one that we've got and his legs He's been better. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
4: Scott's been better than man yeah, yeah, you
3: could say that. So Scott McTominay, you know, going forward into next season, you do, do you keep him around? Yeah, of course loan? Do you want to keep Because
5: he came in just during the start of the season and he was playing out of position he was getting crucified mm. yeah and it wasn't any of his fault you know what i mean so he played tuesday really well for 25 minutes he couldn't even put us two on up before ashley young was sent off we've got, got a you know,
3: tracking save from the goalkeeper we've got keith on the phone on the access manchester football social um keith what do you make of scott McTominay at the minute do you think he's got a future at manchester united or are we all getting carried away a little bit
9: hello can you hear me
3: yeah we can hear you keith uh what do you make of scott McTominay, um, mate
9: yeah, he's probably our best holding midfield option at the moment. Matic hasn't been on form really, has he? So I'd probably play McTominay. I might even play McTominay against Barcelona if I was early. I got to tell you uh, what,
4: it's a man. shout It's
9: not a bad shout. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to talk about Ed Woodward today. Go on um, then, Keith, on on. go on, To go back to the negative parts, sadly, <laughs> but... It's alright. It's um, what we We just have to... Um, At the end of the day Wolves showed how much we lack in quality. Um, We were good for the first 25 minutes and then after we conceded we sat off a lot Um, and then after the first 20 minutes of the second half we were very good and then the red card by Young, stupid tackle by Young um, basically ruined us and we haven't got enough depth and we proved that against Wolves. Like we were playing younger at the centre-back for most of the game. And it's been happening since David Moyes was in charge. He needs to sort it out, Woodward. He's, he, he's the reason why Moyes and Mourinho um, failed. But for me, I think he's the reason why Moyes and Mourinho failed because he didn't back him right in both the transfer windows and as long as he saves he's his own neck, that's
3: all he cares about. Yeah, and Keith raises a good point there as well. Yeah. Sometimes it, mentioning the M uh, uh, the M word almost, Moyes, it's, it sends a tingle up United fans' backs and, and there's no way you can come out and defend him in any way. But I think what Keith said then is right, because Moyes has come out recently and said, didn't he, that Woodward essentially promised him Bale, Fabregas... And there was another name, Cruz. Cruz. That was it, yeah. Cruz. And then obviously they didn't go through, and we all know how it went for David Moyes. So, do you think that Woodward has been the sort of the the number one problem at United in these last few years, Keith?
9: Yeah, of course. Yes, we've not signed quality players. We've signed we signed Paul Pogba for commercially, I think, to make more money off shirt sales and stuff like that. Um, same with Dean Rhea. Same with Falcao. Really. Um, I think we haven't signed proper quality players like that would have fit into our system at that uh, point. Does
5: any United fan care about noodle deals <laughs> in the Far East? I don't think we do. I don't think we do. You I know, know don't what I mean? Think we do.
9: <laughs> it's, it, it's what happens on the pitch that we care exactly. about. Exactly. Not, not what happens commercially.
3: Yeah, and I think it goes so very far up, not just at Manchester United, but a, at the Premier need League. director of football. In, oh, in general. We and need at,
9: somebody like a Munchie.
3: Yeah, and we think that that is going to happen oh, yeah. soon, apparently. Keith, thank you very much for your call, and thanks, thanks for Keith. calling into the XS Manchester Cheers Football Social. Uh, 0345117625 is the number if you want to get in touch today. Uh, there were some good points what Keith was making there, especially about um, Moyes and, and how Woodward has been sort of the, um, the running theme of United these last few years. He loves to be the centre of attention. Well, yeah.
5: Oh, yeah. apart from when he's disappearing don't, to Australian He's he's a fantastic businessman. Like, no no one can dispute that, but yeah. what do we know about business? No one, you know well, I mean? we well, wanna see what's on the pitch.
3: Well let's hope he can redeem himself this summer a little bit and Move uh,
5: upstairs, get the director of the football
3: in and just sign the checks. I I hate doing this, right, because I hate talking about, like, potential transfers. Sometimes I just get sick of it because I feel like with Man United, like, every player in the world gets linked to us at some point. You'll you'll probably get linked with them, (laughs) Gaz. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, mate, I think I do a job at centre-half at the minute. But um, (laughs) Yeah, so I just wanted to do this, despite what I've just said there. Some rumoured signings that have come from The Telegraph. This is a long list of players, this. And it's one of them where they've just plucked these names out of there. But what well I should I should see how likely you think they are. Jaden Sancho, Aaron Wambasaka, Rafael Varan, Kula Bali, Declan Rice, and Saul. Yeah. I think Which ones of them can we realistically see happening?
4: Uh um, Bali, possible. All of them. Or Varan. I don't think Varan are leaving. Zidane was like, he said something mental because he's been getting linked away. From Real Madrid, and Zidane said something like, "I don't know, how I'd live without Varane or something like that," uh, whilst managing Madrid. So I don't think after giving the keys to Varane, uh, to Varane to Zidane to overrun everything at the club is what we're hearing, like transfers, everything, all of that. I doubt they're gonna like Madrid are just gonna let Varane walk out unless there's he's actually wanting to for a new challenge and they can reach a, yeah. a deal with Kilobali to come to Madrid and then that. That might end up happening. Saul's doable. Uh, I think City are in for him. Brilliant midfielder. Uh, definitely someone that will take the sort of the creativity um, sort of a, w- a bit away from Pogba, that, that responsibility of being that main creative guy. Because once they shut Paul Pogba down, teams, there's no creativity coming from elsewhere. Same as Jaden Sancho. We need a bit more of a spread on that pitch because everything goes down the left around Paul Pogba's area, Martial's area. Martial not the best creative player as well he loves to take his man on um and we really need a bit of more of a spread I think if you get Saul an extra body in midfield who understands the game really well he's got great Champions League experience plays for Spain on the international level uh Jadon Sancho a brilliant absolutely brilliant winger you know he's breaking uh assist records I think he beat uh what uh uh, Osman Dembele was at, at Barcelona the other day so he's also a creative lad and he's English as well he understands the, the English game so uh, Aaron Wan-Bissaka I've heard some this stuff about him I, I, hear about, I love Aaron Wan-Bissaka yeah. I won't believe anything defender. until they've got, they're got they on the pitch yeah. with the shirt or the yeah sky. that's why uh, we don't, don't know if they're going to have it but I think we're doable like if you're asking me can we get them I'm saying we can mm. it's whether we're willing to go and get them they've got to get it done sorted yeah. quick because
5: Ali said he wants it done before like I say yeah. The signings are done Before pre-season
4: tour. Definitely That's, That's the it. right
3: approach cause... Get them in Get them, yeah. get them yeah. settled down Get them training Exactly and, and we go from there Definitely We've got Cam on the phone Cam you heard some of those names then Which ones in particular Would you like to see the Reds Go out and buy this summer?
1: I'd love to see Varane come but that's not an option like your man said I'd love to see Kabali K- come I think they would have to go all out for him but what I want to ring you about is like cause I think a few previous quarters have said it is, how come all our yeah, as you like to call it deadwood, and mm. they're getting contract extensions and our top yeah. top players we're not giving them like the game like if the guy like wanted to five hundred grand a week, for example, why are you not giving it to him? me the best in the world, and he saved us. He saved us in the last six years, and like like I, did, I didn't even know that, but you just said that Damien's getting a contract extension.
3: But just rumours, rumours about Damien. Nothing official Please at the no. minute, but just a, a few papers coming out and saying that Damien could be getting up. a contract extension. But where? What is that all about? He's played like three games, hasn't he? Yeah, just but a sell on fee, maybe? Like,
1: You know it is like you know the deadwood. I class the deadwood as Smalling, Jones. I know he said we're not going to win nothing with Ashley Young. We're not going to win nothing with Smalling and Jones at centre back either. I think we need a top top centre back like Kabali to go with. uh... Our Swedish player, I keep forgetting his name.
4: Lindelof, yeah,
1: Lindelof, and that. But like, we need to, like the board need to come out and say like, why are all these players good? What have they done to deserve a contract extension? I mean, you've got David de Gea, our best player of the year four times on the trot or whatever, mm. and they're stalling on it. And like, look, what's happening now with Ferreira. And like now, if he goals, if it's true, he goals, and he is a workhorse in our midfield. Mm-hmm. He does allow Pogba to get forward in that. So, if, how much is it going to cost us to replace him?
3: Exactly. And massive rumours as well coming out at the minute that players like Herrera and players like Mata could be leaving the club on a free. And like Cam says, when we're talking about the Deadwood, these are players that have just got contracts, Phil Jones and Ashley Young. And where does the blame for that fall again? The board. It falls at Ed Woodward. It's rewarding failure. That's what it is.
4: You're making the wrong mistake. A lot of it is about... Um, sort of getting value in the market for these players but who's going to go in for Phil Jones because you know what Phil Jones uh, Chris Martin would like him stick around but for example Phil Jones and Everton can go in for him and he can do well there that's a club that can suit him what for those clubs that are just behind us but the thing is are they going to pay his contract and they're not they're not going to pay out for the amount that he's getting so fair enough to Phil Jones he'll just sit and go sound I'll just sit yeah, here I'm and chill I'll take this, this
5: money in me. Last couple, last couple of years they've they've got away with murder <laughs> Chris Smalling and uh, Phil Jones they've got away with it absolutely with it. you know what I mean like, I'm being critical I'm, like yeah. you say I get criticised in work I get criticised on the street it's yeah, me yeah, because yeah. of who I am yeah. you, sh- you should be entitled to be crit. you take the good you take the bad
1: yeah Ka- uh, yeah. any, go on, Carl. For any team to win trophies, you have got to have a solid, solid back four. You have to look at all the video, Vidic. Look at Liverpool—they've gone out and bought Van Dijk. We haven't got that. And like every night, I'm having nightmares about what Barcelona is going to do to our back line.
10: Can you imagine you it? you not think of it? Can you imagine it?
1: Well, it's going to be like, young
3: or messy. A B- like a scene from The Walking Dead. <laughs> Cam, since we were talking yeah. about contracts before, <laughs> I want to ask you this real quickly. I want to talk about Alexis Sanchez and his contract situation. Because it seems to be that the, the amount that we're paying Alexis Sanchez is, is directly affecting how much we can spend in other areas of the team. Like, do you t- t- just find that whole situation bizarre? You asking me that? Yes, Cam.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it is bizarre because obviously they've gone out there they've given that... Well, if you're David De Gea now you can say well, hang on a minute this guy ain't doing nothing nothing at all. Exactly. Give me what he's having you can't blame him it's Woodland's fault.
3: Yeah. So anyway, lads, I've got to
1: shoot anyway. Yeah. Alright, so cheers Cam. Alright, no, nice no worries, one Cam.
3: Mate. Good to See have you on. Right. That's the first time a caller's ever hung up on us. Yeah. <laughs> <has> ever kicked <laughs> us off the phone. Appreciate it though Cam. Oh three four five triple one seven six two five. if you do want to get in touch with the show today. Uh, right, I, I started this bit after we came off the ad saying I wanted to be positive and we've not been able to be positive because everyone just wants to moan but it's fair enough um let, let's be let's try and put a positive slint on this bit now and talk to me about how we can beat Barcelona or Abdullah
4: can we do that? Um. I think when you look at the game against Villarreal, which we switched over to the other day when I was watching it uh, right after we got beat by Wolves, and I was just watching that and I was thinking you can get in behind that defence and with the likes of Marcus Rashford, just look at him, man. Look at him on the pitch because he moves across that line and he can cause them trouble. They conceded four goals against the 15th side in two La Liga. They scored um, in the 90th Yeah. And then they pulled back two goals, which shows you that, the, the, you know, what they can bring up against you, know, you at the top can't of their
5: lose game. Because they lost the, all right. Yeah. They lost, they won the away leg like, against your owner, but they lost in a new camp 1
4: 0. It's a bit of a weird one, It's You can, can get at them. It's just about whether if they stop Paul Pogba then again, where's the creativity coming from? you got to shuffle things about. I think if we go into that game, I'd personally start Scott McTominay. Um, in that game and I never thought I would have said that even three weeks ago Mm. uh, when he started against Liverpool but you know what he's impressed me and he's he's been winning his tackles in midfield he's been finding the right plays in midfield when the options have been locked off for Paul Pogba and we just need everyone else to step up in in that game and need to play a part as well definitely we need a big night at Old the
5: the crowd will play their part uh, next Wednesday night because it's going to be a cracking electric atmosphere and let's say if the players perform and the and the and the fans see it, they'll sing their hearts out for the United, you know, yeah, for the lads. They definitely. will. That's
3: exactly what it is. I think. I think against a team like Barcelona, you just really want to see a lot of intent, don't you, from the boys? I mean, you <laughs> just don't want to see them. You don't want to be leaving the stadium disappointed because of of something silly like a lack of effort or a little mistake. You just want to see. I'll see if you can get a ticket for, this, for the <laughs> for the game. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, I've heard you've had a, well, you, you've had a bit of a nightmare with that. You? Yeah, Landon, yeah.
5: You? Um, I've two ballots, unsuccessfully, not got one. On, a, on my membership, then I get an email. Certain what? of Man United? My members getting emails. Mm. Would you like to purchase a premier ticket for a hundred and two
3: pounds? Nah, okay. mate. You know
5: what I mean. I've got bills to pay.
3: Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a working lads. I'm, not, I'm <laughs> not paying that. No chance. Mi- you wouldn't mind if it was going towards a new centre half, would you? But. <laughs> No, no <laughs> It's not, it's not going to, is it? It's going to go towards a new sponsor uh, Right, we've got Matthew on the phone right now On the XS Manchester Full-time Devils football social 0345117625 If you do want to get in touch today uh, Matthew, how we we beating Barcelona, mate? Uh, you know what, yeah I was proper confident against PSG
8: But I think this might be a step too far Okay um, I really wanted to talk about the squad when I phoned up as well because yeah. I thought the squad is actually terrible.
3: Terrible? we're just yeah. outside the top four Makes in the finals that? of the Champions okay. League. Nah. We didn't have a good manager for the start of the season. I don't know. United,
8: you know, it is, yeah. All the trauma that United fans have been through turned us into like romantics and that we're holding on to people that we don't need. That's why. Um,
3: okay, come on, tell me you.
8: Well, Ander Herrera is one of them, Alexis Sanchez is another one. Um, give him a chance, mate. Alexia he's injured. Jeez one. Louise. Who, who's injured? Alexi Sanchez. Oh, give him a chance. You're asking me to give him a chance on 500 grand a week.
3: I mean, if that's an exaggerated want... figure. I'm, go, I'm, on, go on, Matthew. Go if on, he,
8: on. If he wants want to take his wages down, then yeah, I might give him a chance. Do you know what I mean? But What's he's on? actually messing up the whole squad here. Okay, so I know what you're you, you saying, Matthew. Don't... Then you've got like people like Mateo Dami and Marcus Rojo. They need to go, definitely. I definitely agree Nemanja on that. Matic, Nemanja Matic, he is non-existent when we're playing against teams that are coming for us. When we're playing against teams that are coming for us, Nemanja Matic is not there. Game that's just passes Popper, him by. The, that's why Popper's is literally standing right next to him just to shore him up, do you know what I mean?
3: So when he gets the ball, he can't really go nowhere. I know exactly what, He's what you're I know exactly what you're saying, Matthew. I completely agree. We have to go to a break real quick, but thank you very much for joining us on the Football Social. We will be back shortly to talk about something which I think has been blown slightly out of proportion, and that's Rojo and Romero giggling on the bench uh, at the game against Wolves. Did you boys see this? Yeah, I did see yeah, that. We're going to uh, yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna get into it are I've only heard next. about this today. Oh, on the Football Social. Excess
8: Manchester.
3: Yes, we are back. This is the XS Manchester Football Social full-time Devils Takeover. My name is Guys Drinkwater. You've got Andy Tate over there and you've got Abdullah joining me too. Uh, good to have you here this evening, lads. Cheers, bud. Cheers, right, man. Uh, let's talk about a topic which I think is being blown out of proportion because of social media and because of Twitter. <laughs> like everything. Um, and it's Rojo and Romero who were both pictured at the end of the Wolves game having a bit of a chuckle, having a good laugh. And uh, generally, looking like they're enjoying themselves a bit, having a, having an in joke between themselves. Uh, a lot of United fans said that they shouldn't be seen to be having a laugh at anything. They should uh, should just look depressed and downtrodden when Manchester United lose a game. But I don't know. I'm one of them thinking maybe they saw a ball boy fellow fall over and he said it to him in Spanish. They've had a chuckle. It's not that. It's not that important. What do you think, though, Abdullah?
4: I think. I have a bit of a mixture of that because like I said you never know what they're laughing about what they're talking about so you can't really fully judge them but at the same time you want the players to be like fans at that moment and we were absolutely fuming around that end of the game we were were, everyone was so angry about the whole situation with it and when you see that it is a little frustrating so I do understand people's frustrations but you just got to Understand that you never know what they, they were talking about, and they weren't going to get on the pitch, and they've not really been in the team, so maybe he was uh, saying, saying to Rojo, it?
5: "You're not going to get your contract, so I'm going to get mine."
3: Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, they might, yeah. it could, there could be something. I mean, there could uh-huh. be something in Rojo being told that he's not wanted by the club or something like that that, that would make them react like that on on the bench. I mean. It's not nice to see, but I mean, I don't know, maybe slightly blown out. It's the brush. world we live in now, social media. Exactly, exactly. And people are so quick to judge, aren't they? But uh, let's head over to the phones then, since this is the phone in. oh three four five triple one seven six two five. if you want to call in. Uh, we've got Hansa who's called in. Hansa, good to have you on the show, mate. Hello. Are
10: you all right, guys? <laughs> yeah, man. Good You're to speak to you, pal. Uh,
3: what is it you want to talk to us about <laughs> tonight, mate?
10: Um, Just a little topic that you had before the the break about the Barcelona game. Um, yes. Hang on, Hansa, you're gonna
3: you, yeah, you're yeah. gonna tell us how many we're gonna thrash him by, aren't you? Come on.
10: <laughs> no, I see it positively. Not, uh, not thrashing, but um, I see it positively. I think Abdullah touched on the uh, Marcus Rashford getting uh, at the back of the defence. We saw the the draw they had over the weekend, um, midweek period. Um, and to be honest, I think Valverde's side—it's it, it, good, but it's never—it's never been—it's never, been, never going to be like the old Barcelona that we saw a few years ago, that won the Champions League with Neymar, Suarez, and Messi, and even before that, to be honest. But um, yeah, that's it, mate. Hey, don't give any—don't
3: give any yeah. credit to Pep Guardiola. That's what no, we're all about not. on this show. Nice one.
10: <laughs> definitely not. But th- I, I definitely think that if Lukaku and Rashford start up front, it will cause them problems. And I would prefer to see. Um, Paul Pogba on the side on on the right hand side where he might be matching up to um, someone the like of uh, Jordi Alba rather than Sergio Roberto who I think is more physically capable of handling Pogba.
3: Sam, step up for Pogba. Yeah, Han- what Hansa mentioned yeah. then as well about the uh, strikers Rashford and Lukaku potentially yeah. <laughs> making a partnership. Uh, Hansa, what's made you say that? What's made you want to see those boys up up front together? <sighs>
10: I think just the kind of devastating pace of Rashford in behind and even Lukaku we we, we see him sometimes he makes those, he makes runs down the channels and sometimes he doesn't get the ball played to him but he still makes those runs and just spreading up uh, splitting the defenders splitting the centre-backs yeah. and making space for Rashford with his pace I'm I sure think, I, think
4: I think we've been a little unfortunate I think we've been a little unfortunate that they've not been fit all the time together when you look at it they were running. They were running our game against Paris away, and I was seeing them. Yeah. Uh, the cameras weren't off it every single time, but they were yeah. honestly onto those defenders, and and I love seeing that fight from them. And I'd love to see yeah. them play off each other because. Um, they've not really had the chance to, to play up front together. I mean, against Southampton, oh. they did. Ron was brilliant. And if you look at the spaces yeah. that Ron was getting against Southampton for the goals, that's because Marcus is making those runs was off that, him.
3: Was that the game where, yeah. where Lukaku came out afterwards yeah. and said how much he loved playing alongside Rashford? Yeah, yeah they were praising each
4: yeah. other post-game. I think they were both uh, is, chatting to him uh, uh, after.
3: I understand what Hansa said then. it On paper, you imagine that it works. Yeah. Uh,
4: the, you know, the, yeah. the strength and intelligence of Lukaku as well. They've not ve- really, like I said, they've not had that string of games. So hopefully it does happen. Yeah. We're not sure if Tony's com- completely yeah. fit as well. Um, and oh, hopefully easy. Rom hits some form because when he's hit for some form, people do, you know, really, yeah, we need him. they don't like praising him at all when he yeah. does well. And as soon as something goes wrong oh. for Rom, they, everyone gets on his back and, we all, we, all, yeah. you know, we, we all do that, but to be fair, he just needs to sort of uh, get that goal against Barca in that first game, that can maybe set his tone again, because you look at that Palace game, he got a goal there, and then he goes on to score against Southampton, then scores at Paris, and it, sometimes it's just a goal that he needs, and a goal against Barcelona, maybe early on in the game, will fire him up and oh, yeah, like, give Barca him that confidence. Oh yeah,
3: concede, because like I say, they, con- yeah. they scored for but they, they conceded for as well, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, exactly. So, so you so. can get at him. Yeah. Hands Thank you very much for your call, mate. We're going to have to let you go on the football social because we've got about seven minutes left. So I want to go through as many callers as we possibly as we possibly can get as many opinions as possible on the show. Uh, AJ's here. AJ, what do you want to talk to us about tonight, mate?
11: Hi there, guys. You're Hello, right, mate. Sorry, uh... <laughs> Yeah, just a few points. There. Just firstly, uh, how you mentioned just about Rojo and Romero there. Mm. Um, I just think that that probably just been blown a bit out of proportion. I mean, I saw when Phil Jones was coming on, I saw the way Rojo looked at him, and it, you know, if you watch, if you look back at it, you can see. And obviously, he's probably thinking, "I've kind of got no chances. This guy's getting put on before me." <laughs> um, but, but, then at, but then, you know, but, but, then at the, but then at the same time, but then at the same time, if you think against the PSG at the end when we scored. If you see I watched it and when you know when you feel, saw him celebrate and he's all a role celebrating with the passion that he when they, they were all off the bench.
3: Yeah. So, you know
11: surely that means surely that means something, you know? That
3: means more than just
11: cannot, giggling on the bench. Exactly but it shows that they've obviously got something for the club inside, aren't they? To be able to you know, celebrate like that. Of course. Mate. Um and and the second is all of that the I wonder the Sanchez situation. I just think we've definitely got to let him go. It's just that, you know, you could give him a chance, obviously as you mentioned before, but the fact that he's on so much money, you know, if you get rid of him and a few other players, you you almost in terms of wage structure, you've almost got a million pounds back. You know, well, if you get feel If, if he lowers his
5: wages keep him. I'll keep him. If he lowers his wages. I don't think that would ever happen yeah. though, would it? You'd sooner go to China. No, if you want to play low your wages, show the fans. Well, I don't dispute he's been trading hard, but he's just not getting the breaks. But yeah, the wages are a problem. But if he if he drops his demands, exactly. I'll keep him. Definitely.
11: And, and 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 I'll be saying about Gareth Bale, you know, Gareth Bale's the same, as you'd be the same situation. Sanchez only, there's no guarantee with him, he's always injured, he, you know, he's pretty much the same, you're in that same predicament with Gareth Bale, as you would be with Sanchez, so you're back to square one again. Um, I mean, for me, I've had, you know, I actually I, live in Manchester, I work in Manchester, um, I'm actually a, a taxi driver in, in Manchester. All right. So I, daily, so I, I, so I know, you know, I've sported Man United all my life, and I know how much of a big club Man United is, because. Weekly, I pick up people that have come from, honestly, from America, from Malaysia, from China that come to watch a game or go for a tour of Old Trafford. So it just shows how big a club it is and how they say, how, you know, how this sport is. So That's what you've got to remember. That it's the biggest football club in the world. And when you see people like Ashley Young and Smalling and Jones, honestly, it, i can't explain you know if you saw ashley young against obviously as you did against wolves the two free kicks that yeah he didn't even get past the first man with his free kick and you're thinking you know what the hell is this guy doing at man united and when he's got the captain's handband on as well it disrespects every other captain that we've had before him <laughs> the fact that he's wearing the, he's, you know and it's i think it's a bit, it's I a bit tough from, on from that that's a tough one but it, yeah
3: aj did you say you ready did you say you're a taxi driver now Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, what what radio station do you have on in your taxi? I have I
11: have a bit of everything. Me. No, no, no. What
3: what what radio station do you have on in your taxi, AJ? (laughs) C X S Manchester.
11: I'll, I'll, I'll guess, I'll guess. Thank yeah. you very
3: much, AJ, and thank you very much for joining <laughs> us on the Excess Manchester Football Social tonight. Full time Devils takeover. Uh, right, I reckon we've got time for a couple more callers, so let's get straight into them. Uh, Mohammed here. Mohammed, what do you want to talk to us about tonight, mate? Welcome to the Football Social. Hi, mate. Hi. Yeah, good man, Hi, good man. What is it you want to get off your chest?
12: I just basically um you know, we've had a lot of people this week after we've lost um, our third game in a few weeks, um, saying Oli this, Oli that but you've got to give Oli Oli Gunnar Shocha the um the chance. I mean it's not his of course he was. he's not But obviously we get a lot of flip flopping fans but mm-hmm. the one thing I have to say is the problem is when you break it down The problem with Manchester United is Ferguson and David Gill left. Got three problems, and and number one Woodward, number two Woodward, number three (laughs) Woodward. (laughs) (laughs) The reason why I say that. Uh, We've just got to break it down. If you look at transfers, just the first the first summer he was in charge, he bid $27.5 for Fellaini and um, was it Leighton Baines? That was an absolute joke. He doesn't Jeez, know how to yeah. um, bid for players. Um, what's it he called? He's Sanchez half a million pounds a week. And the problem is with that is he's hardly playing now. He's been an absolute joke for us. The problem is when I watched Man United the other day, I don't know
3: what's happened to Paul Pogba. I don't know what's happened to David De Gea. It looks like the head's gone. Uh, yeah, the right Pogba's contracts. in Madrid. Is, do you really and think that, Andy? Of course he is. Of course yeah, he is. Do you, do you think, Andy, do you think um, Pogba wants to leave United? Maybe I, I not this season, but the, maybe not ne- this I summer. I think they've turned
4: his head around. Yeah. It's definitely some sort of effect on Something's
5: him. Going Something's going down. Something's definitely Maybe happening. not this, this summer, but next <laughs> summer, yeah. Go on, Mohamed. What were what you saying you then, Pogba?
4: Do you?
12: Do you... Playing Pogba, he, he's a World Cup-winning player, right? He wants to, he wants to win league titles. He wants to win the Champions League. And having a, having a person Woodward who's running your club who doesn't have a clue, right? Do you actually blame him? Do you actually blame any player who doesn't want to come to Man United? And I will tell you what's going to happen in the summer. We'll get, Pogba's most likely going to leave, or he'll leave next season. But I've just got a horrible feeling, horrible, horrible feeling that. We're going to get dumped
3: with Gareth Bale, and that's going to be. Our Don't want him. It's a, it on, honestly, it's it's always nice yeah, to end on a on a positive note. <laughs> <absolutely laughs> <absolutely laughs> Mohammed, we really appreciate your call, in. and you know what, mate, I, I I I wouldn't disagree with you either. I can imagine that happening this summer. Yeah. we're all there talking about these exciting, dynamic players. We go out and want to buy, and then we end up with well, a thirty-year-old injury-prone player. we paying too much. for. Two
5: hundred million. I take the the defender from Real Madrid. Mm. Crew, Cruz, uh, was it? a, yeah, a, he's a German a bit, lad. He? He throw them two in as well. There's two players to uh, for, for Pogba. See Pog. <laughs> it's just his ego as well. All right, where's this World Cup winner? Where is it?
3: Right. We've, yeah. You know what? We've we talked about Pogba a lot on these football socials. Brings uh, it on himself. We're trying to keep it. uh, uh criticism free zone. Yep. For the end of the show, bit of positivity. I'm sorry, mate. It's all right, mate. Andy, you you know we're winning the Champions
4: League, guys. Come on, let's end it on that one.
3: (laughs) We've got we've got a minute to go in the show, so I want people's predictions for that Barcelona game. And if you don't think we're going to win, at least tell me that we're going to play well and we're going to be proud of the boys at the end of the night. I can't call it honestly. We could get.
5: Ah, clock's cleaned on the other hand. We could, <laughs> we could win clock. 2-0. That was clock, by the way. <laughs> clock's yes, cleaned. Yes, okay. We i never read take... that saying, but... We I could mean. get taken to the cleaners, basically. <laughs>
3: <Yep>. <laughs> it's yeah. could, it could get very messy. Don't do that to me again, Andy. Right.
4: <laughs> 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 Abdullah, what score <laughs> do you reckon, mate? Um, I'll go on a positive one at home. The thing is, when you take it back to the new Camp, no matter what score it is, mate, they can absolutely have a nah. go at you there. So Here, I'm going to go with a positive one, and I'll say... We'll nick a three-one at home. Three-one,
3: you're yeah. confident. Nick a three-one. I'd
4: say. Nick that. it. We'll be two-one up, and then last minute we'll have a cheeky goal to take with us to the new camp. What do you reckon, Andy? And they'll beat us two-one at the new
3: camp.
4: If we keep a clean sheet, Whoa, we've got a chance.
5: Yeah,
3: take a 2 0 If we keep a clean sheet, then like you say you got something to, to fight for in a new camp. Do you want to know what I reckon? And I, I know this is massively un, uh, unlikely, but I reckon there was going to be one goal throughout the entire tie. I think it's going to finish nil-nil the first leg. Like 2008. I think we'll be 1-0 in the new camp is style. I don't think, camp, like so. I don't exactly
4: think so. With 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 the defence and attack that <laughs> Barcelona have, I don't think that's happening. And same with United. What
3: are you talking about? Phil Jones is going to have Messi in his pocket. Uh, right, <laughs> yeah, boys. Right. It's been a pleasure, as always. This has been the XS Manchester Football Social full-time devil's takeover Abdullah thank you mate cheers mate Andy Tate always a pleasure thanks guys you're welcome and we'll catch you next time on the way next it's the Excess Manchester Evening Show stick around for it big big tunes on the way kicking it off Cortina's not 19 forever 42's anthem
0: Manchester United Football Social subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show